The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Behind me somewhere. Big Dick Toledo. Uh, it's uh, We're ready to go with a glorious day. Uh, Post-NFL draft. It's right in the middle of the damn thing. You gotta love. And Brady's selection for the Cardinals was correct. Paris Blanket Jackson is coming to the Arizona Cardinals. Although your FanDuel bet said that they'd pick him third and then they traded and then went back to six and it doesn't count. But she's got the right guy in the wrong spot. Yep. It was a uh, fun draft. I don't know how they've made that entertaining. Just naming names. I don't know how 130,000 people... Stand and are entertained by essentially. I was saying a house that band. multiple times. Yeah. I'm like, what? Why would I? A friend of mine told me he in said, that field. Yeah, he said we should go to that some year, and I'm like, why? Like you, st- there's. I don't think there's anything to do. And the last thing I want to do is go to Kansas City, and then not have restaurants and have crowded. Like, like you couldn't do anything. They were. You look at that. You look in that packed area. It's like the. Uh, Film in the seventies, the Warriors. All yeah. the gangs are together in this <laughs> yeah. little clusters, right? In little colors, and each. <laughs> yeah, it was the strangest. It's the, can you dig it? The strangest giant event that I just don't understand attending. Like I, I, everybody said, oh, that draft will be. I think it looks great on TV. The colors are pretty. That building looked amazing last night. Everything was tables on the inside. That would be there. there you go. Yeah, you give, give right. me the VIP. I don't know what that costs, but standing out in that sea of humanity. Especially right in the middle, like bathrooms. I and, get claustrophobic oh, would looking be at off. it. There's, it's, it's four and a half hours of nothing except for another name, another name. Yay, names! And then nothing happens. It's not like there's, you know, a five-minute break where Silk Sonic goes up and does some stuff. You had a house band. You basically had my friend Marty of Kansas City was <laughs> rocking it for four hours last night. And Rich Eisen hated the band so much. That's all he talked about. Oh, like, yeah, the cover band. Oh, he hated listening to how, you know, they were covering songs they shouldn't touch. And and I've heard I heard the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire song two or three yeah, they times. Have to, well, they had to but repeat yeah. four hours. And then, uh, yeah, but Rich Eisen said, well, they just did the cardinal sin there as bands can go. Let's go. From Led Zeppelin into Michael Jackson, so uh, we're, or it was a uh, Pink Floyd. And Pink so Floyd, Mike, yeah, that's I was right. like, all right, that's uh, just we're done here. You don't want to hear that stuff, but it was just strange. And I don't, I'm not a, a sea of humanity, and I'm not entertained by that. Some people love that stuff. I am not. The less, the better for me. I like when a place isn't crowded. I like when there's a buzz, but not craziness. That looks just nuts to me, and not in a fun way. Like, there's got to be a Guinness World Record recording for the loudest boo. Oh yeah, and it's got to I mean, be that. because it's gotten bigger. Well, I would Who imagine. 
Roger Goodell, Goodell, right? When he gets oh, out there. I, I, think I, was it, at, I was at EOS yesterday, yeah, so oh, I missed right. the, the yeah. first part of it. Roger Goodell takes the more of a, It's now a tradition. Yeah. Well, now that's how they greet him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I wondered, uh, like, the most amount of people booing at once. Uh, but uh, I think that it actually is a record. I think it's in Brazil. I think they have the loudest this boo one, because man, it was. I a, heard it on the radio. Yeah. And and well, then, it's big. But I think it's a 250,000 seat. Some stadium down there in Brazil has that, and they've they've got a loudest recorded singular singular noise. They brought it up on the radio yesterday on the XM thing on the NFL because I was driving back listening to the beginning of it. They're like, "We're going to boom! How hard!" And they had a record thing on it. I don't know where it is, but yeah. So we can't get to that quite yet. I think maybe someday we will. But I started to watch that, and I'm like, "That Times Square for New Year's Eve, that kind of stuff doesn't look like it would be at all fun, not even a little bit." But it is, and I watch it, and I got to give it to, I didn't watch any ESPN because I can't. I, I hate it. But I watched the NFL Network's coverage, and I didn't know that uh, Kurt Warner is now trapped in the Santa Claus. We got to get him out of there because he's becoming, uh, you know, he's gone from frost to Santa Claus now. And, Wait till November. Oh, it's going to be gonna, twice as Yeah, size. and he's going to get the powers. Uh, but he was on there. That team is just outstanding. Uh, you but, text me that, and I went over, and I'm switching over. It took about five minutes and put on a He's in the beginning of the Santa on. Claus. Yeah, he's in the beginning of the Santa Claus. He's, he's, I don't remember how the Santa Claus exactly transfers from Tim Allen to Martin Short to him, but it has happened, and now he is our new Santa. Um, and then, uh, But the one thing I was happy with is that I think they got the message that maybe ESPN didn't because they didn't watch, that tragedy porn is not interesting. Remember the while ago when it was like, who's the, who's the closest person, this person that just got drafted, uh, that passed away in a tragic... But they, they went yeah, to that one point where that, that one kid's uncle got every killed. Every player. Yeah, everybody had a... Well, everybody knows somebody who died. But the one kid, it, it had been 13 years. He's only 21. It had been 13 years since his uncle died on that steep uh, driveway. Oh, yeah. Where he, he fell down in the driveway, and the driveway was so steep, he rolled down into the road and got run over. And I'm like... This is a design flaw in the driveway. He lives on a pyramid. He was sucks. Six. Yeah, I don't know how you get in a 20-degree driveway and fall down and you can't stop yourself from rolling out onto the road. Got a great deal on that house. But all they did was, uh, you know, uh, you know, drugs and this guy's mom was a drug addict or his dad killed himself. Or They didn't do that this year. It was a lot of positive stuff. And again, uh, if you remember uh, C.D. Lamb... Russell Wilson. There's been countless amount of guys who are sitting on a couch with their current girlfriends when they get drafted, and you see the happiness is more on the girlfriend's face than him. Very rarely are those girlfriends still there a couple years later. So it's fun to watch the draft when the guys are at their homes, because usually who they bring isn't who's there a few years from now. It's I mean, Russell Wilson's is a classic because this horse face broad that he was with when he got drafted loses her mind. And uh, it's a meme now because he's with Sierra. Carly yeah. Simon's daughter. Oh, my God. Carly Simon looks at her and goes, that bitch has a big mouth. <laughs> Michael or uh, uh, Mick Jagger's like, God damn, look at the mouth on that one. She could swallow my head. She's got, it's a mess. But, yeah, so the draft went off. Uh, Cardinals get a little bit of trouble when they started to, you know, they did, uh, with Steve Kime and everything, uh, you can't not expect them to have, to sweep some things up, clean up, so they had some stuff. But their new GM got in a little trouble for tampering, and I didn't even know about that till yesterday. And uh, they they worked that out with the Eagles and made their trades and everything else. They got Paris Johnson Jr., which is a great name, and, and a gigantic human being. He's an Ohio State guy. Huge. So Kyler Murray will 
live in that guy's back pocket for a little uh, little while at the very least, and that's a good it's a good start. Not sexy, doesn't sell a lot of jerseys. Uh, getting an offensive lineman is not one of those picks that fires up a fan base properly. It's basically saying we're preparing for next year already, not the upcoming season, but 2024. Because they traded away that third pick to get to the 12th and then back up to six and ended up with picks next year that will help. So they got two first-rounders next year now, which is And great. potentially could be in the top five in that first round next year. Twice. Yeah. Because they suck they could suck something fierce next year and end up in the yeah the Cardinals uh, that was a a solid GM move uh, by the new GM there so we'll see Monty uh, the GM did a nice job yesterday for the Cardinals but again they have the second pick today they got to do a splash they got to do a, a business states you got to do a jersey sale today you can't go offensive line again you can't you got to get somebody that's going to sell a jersey you got to get somebody that's going to get the fan base excited about. What's to come? A future star. Receiver? Uh, ah, there's so many. They, uh, Daniel Jeremiah said it last night. He goes, there's an argument to be made. This is the worst roster in football. That Steve Kime has, has left this team with the worst roster in football. And it's, uh, you look at it and you're like, Jesus, that's hard to argue. Like you got and nothing. So does the DeAndre Hopkins trade happen today? And you start making moves with that, that second pick today is a big one. Because people are calling the Cardinals right now like crazy with that pick. Because Will Levis and the quarterbacks that are left, quarterback-starved teams, will make that call to try to jump up. We'll see. Uh, Your boys have the first, right? Yeah, we'll take Joey Porter Jr. We're going legacy pick on this one. He he fell out of the first round somehow, so him sitting in our lap is like a dream. I thought maybe the Bengals might have. I did, too. I thought that was the one team. I'm like, if there's one we got to jump, it's them. They didn't take him. But, yeah, Joey will be a stealer, and hopefully. Maybe they like the other guy better, the dude from Alabama. I don't know. But I do know that the Steelers pick is not going to be as coveted as the next one because everybody knows what the Steelers' need is. So they're like, they're not going to take a quarterback. You know, the next team you have to worry about, the Cardinals. And I don't know what they're going to do. But we'll see. they got to sell a jersey. That's the thing. you got to sell a jersey. And I don't know what the Cardinals, they could get an outside linebacker. They, should, they could get a, a receiver. Kool-Aid Jones. Kool-Aid Jones sells jersey because I would take Kool-Aid Jones jersey. I don't even care if Kool-Aid Jones is good or bad. With the 33rd pick in the NFL draft, the Cardinals select mother Kool-Aid Jones. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a good pick right there. That's a solid one. So, uh, yeah, just watching that, uh, pretty impressive all day long. So, well done on the uh, Cardinals draft front. And all, I hope your all your teams did well. Everybody wins the draft. Very rarely does anybody walk away saying, oh, my God, that was terrible. But let's just say that if we're FanDuel friends... The mega favorites for the Super Bowl is already the Eagles. I mean, they were the Super Bowl team last year, and they got the two best players in the first 30 picks. I don't know how they did that. So congratulations to all those horribly annoying Philly fans. You got yourself all loaded up on a team that was already Uh. really good. My favorite uh, moment of the day, and I would have normally done an impression of this person because I can, but I'm not going to because... The culture we live in today is not allowed. But Lamar Jackson. Now, I've done the impression off the air, and it's great. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. I can't do it on the air, even though it sounds just like him, because it's offensive. I've gone back, and I've listened to yeah. your repeating of his uh, statements and stuff. Yeah. like, that is word for word. <laughs> yeah, when I, do, when I joke with you that I'm doing the impression, and you think I'm going over the top with it, like, yes. that's racist. No, I'm quoting him directly. 
Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, and and I and I don't like to say that <laughs> you know I'm not allowed to quote him directly as like I can do O.J. Simpson's quotes, and it's you know people are like that's a pretty good impression, nice job. I can't do Lamar Jackson's quotes because it's just so coming out of my mouth. It just seems like I'm making fun. It's almost you know, and I'm not. It is funny to go back and read it. Yes. You know, as a, a well, news anchor. I will read it sports, as a news anchor. I, I will read Lamar Jackson's actual quotes as a grown man who knows the language. And that's what I'll say about Lamar Jackson. Because I honestly don't care uh, about the other side of people getting upset. But Lamar Jackson is, whenever I see him speak, I think, my God, how is this man still alive? He's like the stupidest, he's the stupidest person in the world. When, when I hear him talk, now maybe he's brilliant, he just doesn't have command of the English language. Some people hear you read, Brady, and they think, how does this man not wander off into traffic every day? <laughs> and those people thinking that are me. So I, I, it's not, it's, it, but uh, everything gets convoluted into race and everything. A white guy making fun of his voice is racist, but that's his voice. This was his quote. Lamar Jackson was quoted as saying, you know, for the last few months, there have been a lot of he say, she say, nail biting, a lot of head scratching going on. But for the next five years, there's a lot of flock, baby. Let's go, baby. What? Those aren't things. He say, she say isn't a quote. That's what you, that's what you come back with. Oh, I'm dying to do that impression for you guys. It's so good. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. But again, then I always add the one thing to the impression at the end where I say how sleepy he is. Because he always looks like he's about to doze off. I hate Lamar Jackson. He's a raven. I'm a stealer. I hate Lamar Jackson. I hate him. And he got $185 million uh, in his Guaranteed plus some. It's fully guaranteed to that plus some. Which is crazy when you look at the deal. And I thank the Ravens. For tying themselves to that Mensa member for the next five years. I think it's fantastic. I, I hate Lamar Jackson. I don't care who says it. Call me whatever you want. I, I hated Joe Flacco equally, but at least Joe Flacco stepped up to the mic and just was a corpse who could talk. That was Joe Flacco. Lamar Jackson, every time he speaks, I'm just like, <laughs> there's the face of that franchise. The dumbest man in the world. He say, she say. <laughs> But, Brady, I remind you, a lot of flock going on here. Yeah. For the next five years, we got some flock. <laughs> he say, she say, aside, Brady, we got flock. <laughs> and then you read his tweets. I don't know what the hell that guy's talking about. That's not a language. I got to look that up. Oh, he's all over the map with words. He's making his own. Like, if you, you played words with friends with Lamar Jackson, you wouldn't be friends with him anymore because those aren't words. Yeah, made up words with friends. We'll go back to the movie Airplane. Yeah. Oh, stewardess. Look, the guys who spoke jive on the airplane looked at him and went, what is he talking about? Say, blah. <laughs> what you talking about? Well, I was speaking of he say, she say, you know, that old chestnut. But now I believe there's much flock to be had. I don't know what that means. And I don't know. I don't know. 
you could say, oh, it's, you know, it's he speaks to his his own generation. I, don't, I think he said something nice. He said something about my drip. Yeah, well, the drip, I understand. That's just a cultural cool word. He yeah. say, she say is just a dumb guy talking. He say, she say. You know, you would, you, I'd get crucified. I'm like, well, Brady, that's a whole lot of he say, she say. You're just an idiot. And it, we, it's time we all started to point that out to people who think that that's something you can't bring up. You sound stupid. And it isn't cultural. Don't bring that up. You're the face of a franchise. You just got $255 million. You can dress up your speech a little bit to be like, you know, professional. If I, if I just... I don't know. There's some classics to come out of, you know, he's uh, MLB version of uh, Ricky Henderson. Okay. Potentially. He can step it up a little more. <laughs> this is Lamar Jackson uh, tweet. Neff, I woke up and it was there, broski. Guess my face gate with Elon. That's an act like he's speaking code. What? But Brady, if I gave you $255 million and you went on the news and said, well, you know, a lot of he say, she say of widening. I'm like, oh, God, I paid an idiot. <laughs> That's how I grew up talking. Oh, like an idiot? I get it that, you know, you, you, you don't want to come across as playing the game too hard as far as, you know, uh, it, it, if somehow or another it got cool to, to not be able to, you know, be a professional. Speak if, English? Yeah. If you spoke, if, if, if the guy you're buying a car from started to sound like that, you're like, I'm not making any deal with him. I'm not telling him my financial situation. I want somebody who can actually professionally speak to me when I'm about to hand him money. I don't know. That would be good. The Ravens did it. I hate the Ravens. They, they're, they're strapped to this guy who's terrible. He's just a great athlete. He's a running machine. Maybe he's doing that so they don't interview him that often. I don't know. I think he likes being interviewed. Oh, he's... Well, for a while there, they were doing a thing where they thought they were the greatest team on the planet, and he'd go up on the... This is where he got the impression, but he'd go up on the podium and just go, Big trust. Which evidently means lots of trust. But big trust, to me, is the thing holding a wall up. It's like you got to have a trust. It's like a, you know, it's a lamb beam. You, yeah. you put that up so you can have a giant opening. Somebody call Beaver's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we got to get Barbara Billingsley up there. <laughs> Excuse me, stewardess, I speak Lamar. But, yeah, I hate him, so I can make fun of it. But I won't, I won't do the voice because it's too risky in 2023 to actually do a good impression of Lamar Jackson, which I do. But it isn't an impression. It's a. I'm just saying what he said, and that would come across if I say it. It comes across You're like as, the Chat GPT yeah, version. Exa- well, it's, if I come, if I do it, I come across as being racist. But I'm saying exactly what he said. I'm actually reading it. Oh, I hate Lamar Jackson. So much. I hate him. It has nothing to do with race. I just hate him. He's a raven. <laughs> if I, I was rooting for him to go to the Colts or the Jets or something, that Aaron Rodgers deal didn't work out. Then, but all that he say, she say, Brady, I didn't know who to believe. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You making fun of me? Anyway, Lamar Jackson got 250. And there's also a little bitterness and jealousy in my world that, you know. And all, hey, hey, what a reflection on Louisville as a college, too. Because he's a graduate, if I'm not mistaken. And, or he went back and got <laughs> high standards over there to make sure that he represents the college quite well. He didn't graduate. Well, he got free school. Years. <laughs> Maybe. I think, yeah, I think he's going back. Some mofo buttering into the barn. Right, that's not... You can't, <laughs> Brett, you <What>? can't... <laughs> Brett, you just can't... No, I'm don't. sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. <laughs> it's still funny. 
<laughs> I forgot her way, the way she heard that and got up to help. And I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine. This is a great scene. Just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama raised no dummies. I duck her rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. Say cutting things in That movie is still Chump don't want no help. Chump get no help. Yeah, and he couldn't play that today. I mean, like, in a, in a movie <laughs> yeah. theater, people's jaws would drop. Even though everybody was in on the joke, oh, yeah. it was fun. That's right. And the joke is on the white person. Yeah, The joke absolutely. is on Barbara Billingsley yeah. in that one, because it's like, oh, my God, Beaver's mom is, that's hilarious. No one would have expected that. But she spoke street language. Well, I don't know if she did or not for real. He say, she say, you can keep up with these things. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm on to you. You, too. What do we do? You Pieces of shit. I know who did it. Toledo, you too, you garbage pile of garbage. I'm on to you guys. All right. I got something right here. A little paper. I spent an hour in a backyard yesterday because of you guys hiding. What? Because of what? Maybe it's you listeners. Maybe you up there did this to me, huh? Yeah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Just a few seconds. Good tease. I'll let you know what the hell's on this paper and why I had to hide in my gay neighbor's backyard for 45 minutes and try to climb a fence, and I didn't realize I'm no good at that at age 50. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't realize how horrifying a seven-foot wall was at age 50. It's been a while. Oh, my God. It's like skydiving. (laughs) The hop a fence. Running away from people. You sons of bitches. Which one of you done it? You got a big giggle going there. I laugh at everything you know. Yeah, well, (laughs) not a big fan of this. Cut me some slack, bro. You look a little straight-faced like you're trying to hide something. Oh, Stuart is. Yeah. Come on to you, you piece of garbage head. Hi, Richard. You. Paper, look at his handwritten and everything. This is an elaborate, but hey, you're messing with the wrong guy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I jumped ahead of you. I saw something I didn't like. So I'm ahead of your game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You mother... Well, get to oh, it. no, you mother... <laughs> think you got me, but you didn't. I jumped ahead of you, and now the game's just begun. And when I find out which one of you done it... Oh, you drew first blood. You drew first blood. I might have that bandana trying to hop that wall. It took me about 20 minutes. I had to go gather some things next to the fence. And then staring at the other side of that wall. It's seven-foot drop onto a berm. Christ on a crutch, it looked like I was jumping from outer space. I haven't climbed a seven-foot wall. Evidently, I haven't done that in a long time. Do we get any... Uh, I got vertigo. Blink or uh, ring cameras on that? Oh, yeah. Any, we got no, I don't know if you have any on me climbing the wall. That's an, well, on falling off the other side, probably not. Maybe. But me trying to figure out which part of the wall is the easiest. Like, I didn't parkour this thing. I, it was a while. It took me a second. Troy and Michael may kick. have the footage, though. So I was trying to go through my gay neighbor's backyard because they weren't home and I could hide there. And I text him, I'm like, I gotta hide in your backyard. You got one of my mother quote, quote unquote friends or coworkers to set up a little game. <laughs> and I'm on to it. So I, I swung around and I'm gonna climb through the alley and go into my house through the back door. Well, they told me, yeah, hey, go ahead, hide in that. Because I told well, them. When you told them the back door part, they're like, yeah, yeah, they come on, over, oh, yeah. God, do it, do it faster. And I'm like, what, what's guy didn't tell you the deal yet? Yeah, Michael and Troy are like, we'll be over. Where's the ring camera? Hold on. we got to reset. He's going to backdoor something in our yard. 
No, no, no. I need to. So I need to go through their gate. And my frustration level with you mother for pulling this nonsense. So I go to their gate and I just text them. Damn you gays. <laughs> you got a lock on your back gate. I got to climb this huge wall, this gigantic Jon Snow wall. Because you pieces of pulled this cam and I don't know who's done it. But when I find out, well, there won't be any he say, she say about this one. Hi, Richard. That's right. <laughs> Somebody's ass is grass. Yeah, I'm the lawn chief. The lawn lawn? Chief. Okay. I'll tell you exactly what this is about in just a second. This paper of doom. And if it ain't one of you two, C-words, ah, you're looking at each other, you might be in on it together. <laughs> and it's one of you listeners. I'm going to find it, and it's game on. You mother You messing with the wrong guy. I'll accept your wake-up song. We'll get involved in that. Hopkins? Doug Hopkins? I'm also thinking it might be you, you mother It might be that guy, too. wasn't Eric Bryan. He was sure? Pretty sure. I was with him yesterday. Bodie? Bodie Bryan is a deplorable. I don't think he's got the brain power for this one. But if it's brain power that caused it, i got to eliminate Brady and Brett. <laughs> this isn't much. Shane? Shane Orlando wouldn't do this. He's a kind gentleman. That's how it all begins. I still think it's one of you sex. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you what's going on in a second. I don't like it. It almost caused my death. Uh, give us a wake-up song while I stew. Uh, 585-9800 is the phone number. You tell us what you want to hear, and I'll tell you what's going on after that. Uh, it's the wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.